first, I'm gonna read chapter one of Winnie the Pooh. I'm starting an other new book that is called Winnie the Pooh in the Kindle, and I hope you like it very much. So here I go. Uh, here is Edward Bear coming downstairs now. Bump, bump, bump on the back of his head behind Christopher Robin. It. Is as far as he knows the only way of coming downstairs. But sometimes he feels that there, there really is another way. If only he could stop bumping from a moment and think of it. And then he feels that perhaps there isn't. Anyhow, there here he is at, at the bottom, and. Ready to be introduced to you, Winnie the Pooh. When I first heard his name, I said, just as you were going to say, but I thought he was a boy, so I did," said Christopher Robin. Then you can't call him Winnie. I don't, but you said his name is Winnie the Pooh. Don't there, Don't you know what there means? Ah, yes, I now I do," he said quickly. And I hope you do too, because it all it because it is all the explanation you are going to get. Sometimes Winnie the Pooh likes the. The game of sort some sorts when he comes downstairs, and sometimes he likes to sit quietly in front of the fire and listen to a story. This evening, what about a story, Christopher Robin? What about a story? I said. Could you very sweetly tell Winnie the Pooh one? I suppose I could. I said. What sort of stories do does he like about himself? Because he's that sort of bear. Oh, I see. So could you very sweetly? I'll try. I said. So I tried. Once upon a time, a very long time ago, about last Friday, Winnie the Pooh lived in a forest all by himself. Under the name of Sanders, what does "under the name" mean? Asked Christopher Robin. It means he had the name over the door in gold letters and lived under it. Winnie the Pooh wasn't quite sure," said Christopher Robin. "Now I am," said a growly voice. "Then I will go on," I said. "I." One day when he was. Out walking, he came to an open place in the middle of the forest, and in the middle of this place was a large oak tree. And from the top of the tree, there came a loud buzzing noise. Winnie the Pooh sat down at the at the foot of the tree. Put his head between his paws and began to think. First of all, he said to himself, 
that buzzing noise means something. You don't get a buzzing noise like that, just buzzing and buzzing, without it meaning something. If it there's a buzzing noise, somebody's somebody's making the buzzing the buzzing noise. And the only reason for making a buzzing noise that I know is of is because you're a bee. Then he thought another long time and said, And the only reason for being a bee that I know is making honey. And then he got up and said, And the only reason for making honey is is that is so as I can eat it. So he began to climb the tree. He climbed and he climbed and he climbed and he and as he climbed he sang a little song to himself and went like this. Isn't it funny how a bear likes honey? Buzz buzz buzz. I wonder why he does. Then he climbed a little further and a little further and then just a little further. By that time he had thought of another song. It's very funny thought of that. If bears were bees, they'll they'll build their nests at the bottom of trees. And that being so, if the bees were bears, we shouldn't have to climb up all these stairs. He was getting rather tired by this time. So that is why he hang complain complaining song. He was nearly there now, at, and if he and if he just stood on that branch, crack! Oh help! Said Pooh as he dropped ten feet on the branch below him. If only I hadn't, he said, as he bounced twenty feet on the next branch. You see, what I meant, what I meant to do, he explained, as he turned head over heels and crashed on onto another branch thirty feet below. What I meant to do, of course, it was rather, he admitted, as he slithered very quickly through the next. Branches. It all comes, I suppose, he decided, as he said goodbye to the last branch, spun round three times, and fell gracefully into a grass bush. It all comes of liking honey so much. Oh, help. He crawled out of the grass bush, pushed the prickle from his nose, and began to think again. And the first person he thought was of Christopher Robin. What that mean? Was that mean? Said Christopher Robin, in an old voice, hardly daring to be what, hardly daring to believe it. That was you. Christopher Robin said nothing, but his eyes got larger and larger. And his face got pinker and pinker. 
So Winnie the Pooh went round to his friend Christopher Robin, who lived behind a green door in another part of the forest. Good morning, Christopher Robin, he said. Good morning, Wendy there, Pooh. There, Pooh, said you. I wonder if you've got such a thing as a balloon about you. A balloon? Yes. I just said to myself coming along, I wonder if Christopher Robin has such a thing as a balloon about him. I just, I just, said it it to myself thinking of balloons and wondering what do you want a balloon for you said Winnie the Pooh looked looked round to see that nobody was listening put his paw to his mouth and said in a deep whisper Honey, but you don't get honey with balloons. I do, said Pooh. Well, it just happened that you had been to a party the day before at the house of your friend Piglet, and you had balloons at the party. You had had a a big green balloon and one of rabbit's relations had a big blue one and had left it behind be, being really too young to to go to the party at all and so you had brought the green one and the blue one home with you which one would you like you asked blue he put his hand his hand head between his paws and thought very carefully like this he said then you go after honey with the balloon great thing it it is good thing is not to let the bees know you're coming now if you have a green balloon they might think you you were only part of the tree and not notice you and if you have a blue balloon they might think you were only part of the sky and not notice you and the question is which is most likely wouldn't they notice you underneath the balloon you asked they might or they might not, said Winnie the Pooh. You never can tell with bees. He thought for a moment and said, I shall try to look like a small black cloud. That will deceive them. Then you better have a blue balloon, you said. And so it was decided. Well, you both went out with the blue balloon they both you both went out with the blue balloon and you took the your gun with you just in case as you always did and Winnie the Pooh went to a very muddy place at, that he knew of and rolled and rolled until 
he was black all over. And then the bal- and then the balloon was blown up as big as big, uh, and you and Pooh were both holding on this onto the string, but you let go suddenly, and Pooh Bear floated gracefully up into the sky and stayed there, level up to the top of the tree uh, and about 20 feet away from it. Hooray! you shouted. Isn't that fine? shouted Winnie the Pooh down to you. What do I look like? You look like a bear holding onto a balloon, you said. Not the, said Pooh anxiously, not like a small black cloud in the blue sky. Not very much. Ah, well, perhaps from up here it looks different. And as I say, you never can tell with bees. And there was no wind to blow him nearer to the tree, so there he stayed. He could see the honey, he could smell the honey, but he couldn't quite reach the honey. After a little while, he called down to you, Christopher Robin, he said in a loud whisper. Hello, I think the bees suspect something. What sort of thing? I don't know. But something tells me that they're suspicious. Perhaps they think that you're after their honey. It, it's maybe that. And you never can tell with bees. There was another little silence, and then he called down to you again. Christopher Robin! Yes? Have you an umbrella in your house? I think so. I wish you would bring it out here and walk up and walk up to and down with it and and look up at me very, every now and then and say tut tut it looks like rain. I think if you did that it would help the dispection which we are practicing on those bees. Well, you laughed to yourself, silly old bear, but you didn't say it aloud because you were so fond of him, and you went home for your umbrella. Oh, there you are, called down Winnie the Pooh, as soon as you got back to the tree. I was beginning to get anxious. I have discovered that Bees are now definitely suspicious. Shall I put my umbrella up? You said. Yes, but wait a moment. We must be practical. The important bee, bee to deceive is uh, the, the queen bee. Can you see which is the queen bee from down here? No, a pity well. Now, if you walk up and down with your umbrella saying, tut tut, it looks like rain, I shall do what I can by singing a little cloud song, such as a cloud might sing. Go! So while 
You walked up and down and wondered if it would rain. Winnie the Pooh sang this song. How sweet to be a cloud floating in the blue. Every little cloud always sings aloud. How sweet to be a cloud floating in the blue. It makes him very proud to be a little cloud. The bees were buzzing, were still buzzing as suspiciously as ever. Some of them, indeed, left their nest and flew all around the cloud as they, as it began the second verse of the song. And w- one bee sat down on the nose of the cloud for a moment and then got up again. Christopher Robin, ow! Christopher, ow! Robin called out the cloud. Yes, I have just been thinking, and I have come to a very important decision. These are the wrong sort of bees. Are they? Quite the wrong sort. So I should think they would make the wrong sort of honey, shouldn't you? Would they? Yes, I. So I think I shall come down. How? Asked, asked you. Winnie the Pooh hadn't thought of this, as, as if he let go of his string, that he would fall, bump, and he didn't like the idea of that. So he thought for a long. In a long time, and and then he said, Christopher Robin, you must shoot the balloon with your gun. Have you got your gun? Of course I have, you said. But if I do that, it will spoil the balloon, you said. But if you don't, said Pooh, I shall have to let go, and that will spoil me. Then you... Put it like this. You saw how it w- ha- was, and you aimed very carefully at the balloon and fired. Ow! said Pooh. Did I miss? said you asked. You didn't exactly miss, said Pooh, but you missed the balloon. I'm sorry, you, you said. And you fired again. This time, you hit the balloon, and the air came slowly out, and Wayne the Pooh floated down the gr- to, to the ground. But his arms were so stiff from holding the, on the balloon that the string of the balloon all, all that time that they stayed up straight in the air if more than a week and then and whenever a fly came and settled on his nose he had to blow blow it off and i think but i am not sure at that that is why he always called Pooh. is is that the end of the story asked christopher robin that's the end of that one 
there there are others about Pooh and me and Piglet and Rabbit and all of you don't you remember oh I do remember and then and then when I try to remember I forget that day when Pooh and Piglet tried to catch the heffalump they didn't catch it did they no Pooh couldn't because he hasn't any brain did I catch it? Well, that comes into the story. Christopher Robin nodded. I do remember, he said. Only Pooh doesn't very well, so that's why he likes having it told to him again, because then it's, it's a real story and not just a remembering. That, that's just how I feel, I said. Christopher Robin gave a deep sigh, picked his bear up by the leg, and walked off to the door, trailing Pooh behind him. At the door, he turned and said, Coming to see me have a bath? I might, I said. I didn't, I didn't hurt him when I shot him, did I? Not a bit. He nodded and went out, and in a moment I heard Winnie the Pooh bump, 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 going up the stairs behind him. So that was chapter one. Bye guys, see you later. See you later, see you, see you later. Bye, Bye guys! guys.